Yeah. The Wii, dude. Oh, I wish I had it. four controllers and more than one other friend. The same people who brought you the paint five number velvet velvet could have just done a whole podcast. Everybody watches both. The Home Rabbi University <laughs> kit. And the Philip oh, K. Easy. But the physics on the bowling. Oh, it's insane. The pins Bring really you feel the heavy. prayer circle. Oh, speaking of we weekly updates is the last thing. This segment's getting longer and longer every week. But my wife, okay, we've seen the things on the internet where people are killing each other with these Wii motes. You know, yeah, and yeah. them through television You're screens and, and hurting That's themselves. My wife is so into hey, tennis, dude. She used to Not play tennis, and she's sticks. walking up on the screen, you know, just, just like swinging this thing, stepping closer. I mean, she's killing the ball. It's hitting this thing totally hard, and all of a sudden, I didn't even realize it. She swipes that sucker, does, does a backhand, and puts a huge scratch across the front of my screen. I thought it was a giant scratch. It turned out she just rubbed off some of the plastic off the end of the remote because I was able to scratch it off the screen. But dude, she she was like up in the game, like like you know the commercials, the old eighties commercials. They jump into the game. She thought she was going to do that because so yeah, I used to think it was really funny. All these people hurt hurting themselves also and like how stupid are, are they? But I'm like, dude. So my conservative uh, Baptist friends can get their it's, praise it's, on. It's a great game and, and remain humble. And people don't know We've how got to you covered. It, so. And You'll now she's afraid of hitting anything. Of so I put a little Elmo chair. <laughs> this, this is your, your, your line. My wife, yeah, we have an Elmo chair that my daughter sits in. I put it in front of her a couple of feet. I'm like, if Elmo starts to giggle, then you know you're too close. Elmo was giggling the whole game. This is a group that doesn't like to hold hands. Don't be caught with your hand uncovered. Get your prayer circle safety sticks today. If you call today, we'll send you the pastor's prayer stick. Yes, your pastor can remain protected while praying for the sake of afflicted. I'm telling you the truth. Inspired by barbers in Japan, the prayer stick for your pastor is the next best thing to actually touching a sick person. Folks, when it said lay hands on the sick and afflicted, it never said those hands couldn't be plastic. <laughs> this message brought to you by your friends at Mike Williams Comedy. Dot com in a spirit of humor and love. And everything's copywritten, so if you steal it, we'll sue your butt off. Have a blessed day. We're protected. We got permission. Hi. This is Nathan Caldwell. It's Protectorate Productions Comedy Showcase. You will hear things from classic team Jadith Live, some new items, and I'm hoping to get some other podcasters on board by simply asking them if I could use some clips from their shows, maybe even from shows long ago. Well, jump into the adventure with me, because here we go. Ever since that Stephanie chick started telling everyone our secrets, everybody knows now that vampires sparkle in the sunlight. Well, now you can too. There is a body wash called Sparkle in the Sunlight. And what it lets you do is you wash everything with it. And then you go out in the sun and it makes you sparkle. That's right. Sparkle in the sunlight. Now you too can sparkle like a vampire. Product may inadvertently turn you into a vampire. Well, hey, Jaden. Oh, hey, man. I'm going to the restaurant down the street to get some stuff, man. Because I'm hungry now. Oh, dude, I'm starving. 
Yeah, I was going to ask if y'all wanted something. Yeah, I think I can dig something, too. Uh... Yeah, like, I'm going to go get a small, like, shake and, like, a small, uh, burger and like a small frying so I figured I'd ask my buddies if they wanted something you know well what do you guys want one thing I want an extra large burger an extra large fries and an extra large soda alright um and I want a couple apple pies alright that's radical, dude. I simply want a regular burger, a regular fries, and a regular drink. All right, well, I can do that. Oh, you going with the moderation there, Jerry? No, I just want to be regular. Bells in the Bat Free, John Bell's show, can be found at thebatfree.com on the Mutual Audio Network and finer podcast sites. There's a new radio station coming to your town. Everybody knows about talk radio, but not everybody likes talk radio. It's too right wing. It's too left wing. Oh, you moron. It's always an idiot. Starting soon on a station near you, the radio format you've been waiting for. It's not talk radio. It's shut up radio. Just give a listen. Let's go to the phones. You're on shut up radio. Hey, let's talk about taxes. Let's not. Next caller. Congress has just passed a bill that's gonna... Ah, shut up. You shut up. You shut up. Make me. I don't make garbage Yes, it's Shut Up Radio. It's not conservative. It's not liberal. It's a breath of fresh air. And what's your beef, caller? I have no beef. I just wanted to say hi. Finally, a caller with nothing on his mind. Go ahead. Hi. Shut up, Jabberjaw. When talk radio gets on your nerves, switch to Shut Up Radio. They have no opinions on anything. Remember, a station that's apathetic is a pathetic station. Thanks for calling Shut Up Radio. We'll have less after this. Before there was That Story Show with James Kennison over at NLCast.com that stood for Nobody's Listening. Here's a clip from that old classic version of what is still a good show today. Damn. The Wii, dude. Oh, I wish I had it. four controllers and more than one other friend. It, <laughs> I wish she would have brought it. We could have just you done could've... a whole podcast. Hey, everybody, watch this ball. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. But the physics on the bowling, oh, it's insane. It's the great. pins really feel heavy, especially when you hit people. Because I actually picked one up oh, when we were playing. Speaking of we weekly updates, this is the last thing. This segment's getting longer and longer every week. But my wife, okay, we've you've seen the things on the internet where people are killing each other with these we remotes, you know, yeah, putting yeah. them through television screens and, and hurting themselves. My wife is so into tennis, dude. She used to play tennis, and she's walking up on the screen, you know, just just swinging this thing, stepping closer. I mean, she's killing the ball. It's hitting this thing totally hard. And all of a sudden, I didn't even realize it. She swipes that sucker, does a backhand, and puts a huge scratch across the front of my screen. 
I thought it was a giant scratch. It turned out she had just rubbed off some of the plastic off the end of the remote because I was able to scratch oh, it off God. the screen. But dude, she she was like up in the game, like like you know the commercials, the old eighties commercials where they jump into the game. Yeah. She thought she was going to do that, I suppose, because uh, holy manol. So yeah, I, I used to think it was really funny. All these people hurt hurting themselves and think? like how stupid are they? But I'm like, dude. It's uh, it's what you do. You, it's it's a great game and it's interactive and people don't know how to handle it. So, and now she's afraid of hitting anything. So I put a little Elmo chair. <laughs> this little, is your this is your line. My wife, yeah, we have it. an Elmo chair that my daughter sits in. I put it in front of her a couple of feet. I'm like, if Elmo starts to giggle, then you know you're too close. <laughs> Elmo was giggling the whole game, dude. Here's something from Fred Passmore and John Lawhon from Sheep Laughs Comedy. You can find that over at ChristianSkitScripts.com. Huh? Mr. Fred, can I come in? Yeah, come on in, Jeremiah. Well, thank you. I wanted to make sure I wasn't barging in on you like I tend to sometimes. <sighs> How you doing, son? Oh, not bad. I, I missed you the last couple of programs. Believe me, Obadiah said you got sick after getting lost in the woods. Are you feeling better? Yes, sir. I'm doing pretty good now. Mind handing me your trash can there? Uh, here you go. So, uh, how did you get lost? Well, sir, I'm plumb ashamed to admit it. Me and old Jabez was a-hunting some coon one night, and he took off a-running and a-howling like he'd done treed one. Well, after chasing that crazy old hound dog for a spell, I come to see I lost my way. It started to raining, and it was a real frog drowner. So, we's holed up in a holler tree, and I tell you, spending the night cooped up in a rotten tree trunk with a stanky old wet hound Ugh. ain't my idea Ooh. of a vacation. Sounds terrible. It was, it was, but that ain't the worst of it. The big old hoot owl that lived in it weren't too happy to find us in his house when he got back, and that morning there was feathers a-flying and fur a-flying and pieces of my coat flying. The owl was a-screeching and a-flapping, and a Jabez was a-howling and a-snapping, and I was a-hollering and whapping at him with my hat. It was worse than the time my mama came home and found my daddy talking to a pretty tourist that stopped for directions. <laughs> oh, uh, sounds like it was upsetting for everybody. Yes, sir, we was all tore up over it. Me and Jabez looked like we'd been through a cotton gin. After we got away, we found our way home, and both me and Jabez came down with a cold. We was both sicker than a dog. We's both eating grass before it was over, too. Well, at least you had Obadiah to help out by doing some of your work while you were sick. Yep, he's not too bad sometimes. He even took care of me and Jabez when we was laid up for a spell. Now oh, that was nice of him. Yes, sir. But he just ain't the brightest match in the box. One day, he come in after fetching some items at the store that we needed, and he said, I brung you a picture puzzle so you won't get too bored laying around the house. And he dumped all the little pieces out of the box on the table. And I said, Obadiah, how can I tell where all them little pieces go together? They all look the same to me. And he said, ah, oh, there's a picture right there on the front of the box. It's supposed to come out looking like this tiger right here. I'll even help you put it together. Well, the boy's heart was in the right place, even if his brain weren't. So I said, Obadiah, I sure enough appreciate you getting it for me. I'll do it a little later. And as soon as he left, I scooped up all the pieces and put them back in the box of cornflakes. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, we're just kind of... Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I got to brag on you. Brag? Brag! Roy is the best guitar player oh. the world has ever known. 
I'm not bidding. Matter of fact, I'll prove it. I'll prove it. You said any song. Any song. Okay. Roy says if you call out any song, he'll be able to play it. Wildwood Flower. I heard Wildwood Flower. Anybody hear Wildwood Flower? All right, let's play that. That's good. Y'all remember what? Some of you know Wildwood Flower, right? See if this is it. Yeah, Roy. All right, I'm back there. All right. radio moment brought to you by the retro radio podcast and keith helpfully and now ladies and gentlemen as this is our inaugural program of the new jello series i would like to present our master of ceremonies who is he who is he to begin with he's a star of stage screen and radio plays a violin and was born in waukegan illinois oh it must be me he is humorous witty and spends money like a drunken sailor now that throws me off <laughs> Oh, well. So now, ladies and gentlemen, there you are. It's up to you. Who is he? <laughs> For heaven's sake, Jack Benny. Thank you. Hello again, this is Jack Benny talking, and Don, I'm simply amazed at our audience. I've only been off the air 14 weeks. You'd think that somebody would have recognized me. Well, Jack, you can't exactly blame our guests here tonight. After all, they're strangers. Well, my father isn't a stranger. Look at him sitting in the second row. He's still guessing. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, Don, it's sure good to be back on the air again, isn't it? It certainly is. You know, Jack, I'm much happier when I'm working than when I'm laying off. Me too, Don. I hate just walking by the bank. <laughs> What have you been doing this summer, Don? Did you have a nice vacation? Well, Jack, I didn't do much of anything. I just got on my yacht and took a cruise up and down the coast. It was a lot of fun. You got on your yacht? Why, Don, do you do you own a yacht? Oh, sure. I bought one last July. It's a tremendous thing. Well, that's 
quite a surprise. You mean to say that you bought a yacht on what I... On what I... Well, I was pretty lucky in the stock market this summer. <laughs> oh, you must have been, Don. You must have been. Well, that was nice, Don. I'm glad you had such a grand summer. And you know, I've never seen you looking better. You've lost weight, haven't you? Yes, boating in the salt air will do that for you. I've lost five pounds. Five pounds. That's like a centipede losing a toenail. <laughs> five pounds. Well, it's a start. By the way, Jack, what did you do on your vacation? Well, I wanted to do something different this year, so Rochester and I just piled into my car, took a tent along, and toured the whole country. You know, we sort of led the gypsy life. Gypsy life, huh? Yes, Rochester read tea leaves, and I played the fiddle. <laughs> we did very well in Memphis. <laughs> and, oh, Don, I must tell you something. Uh, just a second. Come in. Uh, pardon me. Is this the Aldrich family? No, this is the Benny family. The Aldrich family has moved to another station. Well, turn my dial. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, how I'd love to. Well, anyway, Don, say, what was I talking about? You were telling me about your vacation, Jack. Oh, yes. I must tell you what happened when I was... Oh, wait a minute. I'll tell you later. Here comes Mary. Hello, Joe. What do you know? I'm back again on the Jello Show. I hope I make you laugh and giggle. Chop, 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 and dig, dig, diggle. Well. Well, it was certainly nice to you, Mary. I didn't get a reception like that. Hello, Mary. It's sure good to see you again. Oh, hello, Don. Say, what happened to you? You look marvelous. Well, thanks. I've been taking good care of myself this summer. Yes, Mary. Don lost five pounds on his yacht. His stomach looks thinner, too. <laughs> Certainly does. Now, you've got quite a nice coat of tan, Mary. What'd you do all summer? Well, I stayed right here in Hollywood until we had that awful heat wave. Good thing you missed it. Yeah, they tell me it was pretty bad here. Jack, it was simply unbearable. It was 107 degrees in my shade. <laughs> now, you must have been in demand, Don. <laughs> uh, say, Mary, you didn't stay in town during that hot spell, did you? No, I went down to Laguna Beach and spent two weeks with my aunt and uncle. Oh, is your uncle in business down there? Yes, he's a shill for a lemonade stand. <laughs> well, that's quite a... That's quite a novel occupation. So you were down at the beach, huh? Yeah. And, oh, Jack, I must tell you. What? I met the cutest lifeguard down there. Yeah. What a doll. Uh -huh. He saved my life four times. Mary, how could he save your life? You always wear water wings. I bit a hole in them. <laughs> well, that was using your teeth. So you found a new romance, eh? What's his name, Mary? Barracuda Jones. Oh, I'd like to catch him, or meet him sometime. Bring him over. Well, Don, I think it's about time that Mr. Harris got here. Where's Phil? Here I am, Jackson. Oh. Hi, everybody. This is Smiling Phil Harris, back on the good old Jell-O program. <laughs> yeah. Make it Jell-O. Back at the NBC studio, which is just a mile and a half from the Wiltshire Bowl, no cover charge. Yeah. <laughs> Don't humor him, folks. He's conceited enough. Well, Phil, that's quite an entrance you gave yourself. Music and everything. Well, I had nothing to do with that, Jack. The boys planned it themselves. It was spontaneous. Is that from the French? Definitely. <laughs> well, Phil, at that, I don't blame you for giving yourself a build-up on the first show. And now that you're here, how about a number? Look, I'm an actor. I ain't playing till I get a little dialogue. Oh, a little dialogue, eh? All right, then. Tell me, Phil, what'd you do this summer? Did you have a nice vacation? I certainly did. Well, and now, ladies and gentlemen, Phil Harris... Hey, wait a minute. What's the matter? I told you I'm not playing a number until I get a couple of laughs here. Phil, the easiest way for you to get laughs is to play a number. 
Now go ahead. Okay, Jackson. Oh, by the way, Jack, yeah. I, I meant to ask you, uh, aren't we going to have a singer on the show this season? Oh, of course, Don. I'm trying out a young tenor. He's a kind of a cute kid, too. He should be here soon. Hey, Jack. What? Tell him about that other singer you wanted to get. What other singer? You know, the one you thought you could put over on the sponsor. I didn't try to put anything over, so don't... What was it, Barry? Well, <laughs> after Kenny Baker left, Jack thought he'd save a little money this year. I did not. What happened, Mary? He tried to get his canary on the program. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I just figured it'd be a novelty for a couple of weeks. Besides, Dickie Boy can whistle Sunrise Serenade with the best of them. <laughs> Believe me. What's the name of this young fellow you're trying out? Uh, his name is Day, Dennis Day. His mother's here with him. How old is she? It's none of your business. <laughs> anyway, you'll meet him soon. Now, go ahead, Phil. Let's hear a good hot tune. Would you like to hear something about 107 in the shade? As if you could, brother. <laughs> Play anything. We can take it. Hold it a minute. Answer the phone, Mary. Okay. Hello? Who? Yes. It's for you, Jack. It's Mrs. Day. Oh, Dennis's mother. Give me that phone. Oh, boy, what I've gone through with her already. Uh, hello, Mrs. Day. How are you? Yes. Uh-huh. Yes, we're expecting you right away. Well, look, Mrs. Day, can't Dennis take his bath later? <laughs> I mean, we're on the air now. We need him. Fine, he's been in town three weeks, and he has to take a bath today. That'll never hurt the program. Quiet. <laughs> now, look, Mrs. Day, I'm not trying to run your affairs, but you see, this is our first program of the season, and Dennis should be here on time. You know, this isn't a clam bake. We're established. <laughs> now, please hop in a car and rush Dennis over here immediately. What? Should he wear a blue suit or a gray suit? Tell her to wrap a towel around him. Mary. He can wear anything, Mrs. Day. Now hurry, won't you? Goodbye. Oh, boy, what a lilac she is. Play, Bill. That canary wasn't such a bad idea after all. Have a good day, and remember, laughter, it's a really good medicine. Be sure to go to bit.ly slash funny community to join our funny community. Comment on episodes and who knows what else. That's bit.ly slash funny community.